You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Welcome to Shot of History. Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm Stephanie. I am the color man, Big Dev. Tee-hee. Tee-hee. I'm Ellie. Oh, and hi. I'm, I'm drunk right now. This is very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Dave, and I'm trying to figure out how to corrupt the other restaurants in Detroit Shipping Company to bend to my will. <laughs> I'm Ashley. I'm Janie. And Ashley is and Kelvin going, died. Yeah. Aww. Oh yeah. Kelvin. Um. Kelvin. He, Kelvin pulled the rip. Well, he Kelvin's to, wife pulled the ripcord. Yeah. <laughs> no, he pulled the ripcord yeah, on himself. He said, "I need to go home. I I'm, have to I'm, go to I'm bed. tired. Mm-hmm. Drunk. <laughs> tired. Cool. Yeah. Tired. He's drunk and tired. Yeah. I get that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. being drunk makes you tired. I yeah. Don't know. yeah. <laughs> it does make you want to fall asleep, and then in the very next minute, you want to run around. I know it's very, it's a very bizarre state it's a of mind. Very fickle bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Ashley is going to be a historian today. Yay. What are we talking about? We are talking about the Ovitz family, um, otherwise known as the Seven Dwarfs of Auschwitz. So, so let's we get end into on a this. cheery note. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Yay. Hi, it's off to camp we go. Oh. 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 I thought that was funny. It's in the past, <laughs> but we got guests. Hi ho. Hi ho. Hi ho. Spoiler alert. They survived the camp. Okay. And on Good. that note, before we get going, let's Cheers. drink up. Cheers, everyone. Oh, this water. Cleansing water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here All right. we go. So, the Ovitz family was a family of Unga- Hungarian Jewish actors um, and traveling musicians originating from present day Romania, um, somewhere around like where Transylvania would be, um, in a town that I can't pronounce because it's Romanian. Um, <laughs> they did survive imprisonment at the Auschwitz concentration camp during World War II. Most of them were dwarfs. They were the largest family of dwarfs recorded and were the largest family to enter Auschwitz. Um, in addition, Wait, the largest family of dwarves? Isn't that like an oxymoron? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it didn't say they were the shortest family. They were the, the most numerous family, yeah. family of dwarves. <laughs> and they weren't all dwarves, but the entire family, because they were Jewish as well, got swept up and taken. Right. But they all survived as well. Um, dwarves and traditionally kite as uh, normies, normies, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yes, dwarves and non dwarves, <laughs> dwarves and non dwarves alike. Um, the family of 12 ranged from a 15 month old baby to a 58 year old woman. Uh, the Ovitz family originated from Transylvania, Romania, and descended from Shimson Isaac Ovitz, um, who was a rabbi and himself a dwarf. He fathered 10 children in total, seven of them dwarves, um, from two marriages. Oh, man. He was getting it. He was getting down. Yeah. Wife number one died. 
Um, well, so then did. he remarried. Because well, um, she had like six of those seven babies, probably. <laughs> died during childbirth. And she was wearing right? lead makeup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Right. There you go. Um, both of his wives, coincidentally, were Avertite. Um, but the majority of their children were dwarves. Um, so that so that leads me to believe that bo- by some happenstance, both of his wives had the recessive dwarf gene. Like, how does he just end up with two women that just so happen to be carrying that recessive gene? I mean, gene? it's Romania. So in that gypsies. time, in the yeah. 1860s, there were a lot of gypsies. There were a lot of you marry within the family. There was a lot of inbreeding. Yeah. Um, it was a different okay. time. It was a different time. And, you know, mm-hmm. if dwarfism was the least that happened yeah. to your children, right, at right. least they lived and didn't have 12 toes. I don't I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it, you'd be happy with what you get. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. I guess I, I'm just... Are they su- alive? I'm surprised. Yeah. 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 I'm just surprised. But, yeah, like when you get... Yeah. I guess when you put it in those terms, it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um see his children all the dwarf children were Evram, Frida, Sarah Mickey, Leah, Elizabeth Ari and Prioska. Mickey? Yes. Who went by Perla. (laughs) Um, Perla was the oldest living dwarf. She was born in 1921 and died in 2001. So again, spoiler alert, all of them made it out of the camp. Um, which Impressive. in itself is a feat. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say it's uh, it's relatively unheard of for a family like that of that many well, people or and and yeah. someone gen- genetically inferior yeah. to yeah. go to Auschwitz. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we're using finger quotes for that yeah. because yeah. you're not nobody's genetically inferior. <laughs> right. That was yeah. just a, yeah. a finger quote. Under mean, the Nazi standards. Yeah. <laughs> Under the, the Nazi standards the they would have been anomalies. genetically, you know, inferior. Right. Not yeah. our standards. Yeah. The, the anomalies. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. The not traditional or average. Right. Um, after the rabbi died, his children founded their own ensemble um, called the Lilliput Troop. No. Yeah, right? We represent <laughs> the Lilliput Troop. I was thinking Gulliver's like, Travels. Like Gulliver's <laughs> Travels, yeah. My bad. I went, I went right to, Don't, to Wizard yeah, of Oz. Yeah. <laughs> which is equally okay. My favorite movie ever. Still. Um, they sang and played music using small instruments and performed all over of, Romania. Of course they used small instruments. <laughs> <laughs> the tallest of the relatives helped backstage. Um, the Ovitz sang in Yiddish, Hungarian, Romanian, Russian, and German. Um, and when they were not touring, they lived in a single house with their spouses. So they, it was... Wait. So a multi-family. No, no, no. I mean, it was Romania. No. So it, it's what I'm you did. Not staying in a house with my brother, his wife, and his children. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I like my brother and my sister-in-law. No. Uh, that's too many people well, in one house. Well, I, mean, I guess how. It is a lot of people. Do yeah. we know how big the house was? No, it it says a single house with their spouses. Four hundred so. square. They may not have had a choice. I much of a choice. I think four hundred square feet. You're not <laughs> money. Yeah, yeah it's not always discrimination. Well, I mean, they are dwarves. Yeah. And so. it says when they're two levels. It's fine. It's it says when they're not touring. So right. if they toured the vast majority of the time, you right. might not be there very long. That's honestly. true. I still, I still feel like. Like that's got to be a a relatively large house. I for bet you were wrong. Seven families. I bet you're wrong. My um my dad lived in a 900 square foot house with 
there were six of them and their two parents. Like, so there's eight people in a 900-square-foot house. That's what you did. I live in a 900-square-foot house with yeah, a but full you're not, basement. I mean, you're talking, so what, technically four, it's 1,800 14 people at minimum if it's the, the, the children and their spouses. That's what bunk beds are for. I, just, I, I just feel this like... This is the thing that yeah. we're going to keep talking <laughs> yeah. about is how many people fit into one house <laughs> in Romania. How, how many dwarfs equal an average Regardless, size person? Regardless, <laughs> zoning would not allow this. Anywho... 400 square foot house is illegal in Vassar. It's got to be a thousand square feet minimum. I can't live in Vassar. I gotcha. Oh, damn. What a shame. Uh, but you can live in a cave in Romania. Yeah. So at the start of World War II, there were 12 family members, seven of them dwarves. When Hungary uh, seized Northern Transylvania in September 1940, the new racial laws banned Jewish artists from entertaining non-Jews, um, which we talked about a couple of months ago with Jeannie's okay. podcast and Cabaret. Yep. yep. Um, though the Ovitzes were observant Jews, they obtained papers which omitted the fact that they were Jewish and continued going on tours until 1944. Uh, on t- May 12, 1944, all 12 members were deported to Auschwitz. One average-sized brother, Ari, escaped the roundup but was later arrested and executed in 1944. Aww. So they didn't all survive. Yeah. All the dwarves. But the dwarves did, he survived. He didn't go to yes. the camp. You all said the dwarves, they, you said all the dwarves all survived were the under camp. the radar because uh. they're so short. But oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. oh, God. Uh. It was a groaner, but it was worth the bell. Yeah. <laughs> Once in the camp, the Ovitzes attracted the attention of the German camp doctor, Joseph Menk. Joseph Mengele, um, also known as the Angel of Death. Um, Dave's not in here, but we had discussed earlier that Hitler had this really weird obsession with Disney movies, particularly Disney, um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, mm-hmm. because it was a production value that Germany hadn't seen before. And so it both angered and fascinated him that America could have come up with this amazing <laughs> Damn you, Disney! <laughs> Interesting. Um, so Mengele as many of us probably know, collected curiosities um, for pseudoscientific experiments on hereditary. Uh, heredity, excuse me. He separated the Ovises from the rest of the camp inmates and added them to his, quote, collection of test subjects. He was curious about the fact that the family included both dwarfs and taller members. Eleven other prisoners claimed to be their relatives, and Mengele moved them all accordingly. Okay, so what kills me is by now we understand genetics. Mm-hmm. Genetics yeah. is – so why is he shocked that there are people in the family that are dwarves and not dwarves? Because that just blows my mind. We understand how genetics works, so well, why? Well, sure. Are you saying at the time they understand or we understand? We understand, like, understand now, but at the time at he did time. not. They, which is why he did so no. much testing on twins. Okay. Well, if you look at, you know, Darwin's, uh, the, his, you know, the book that he did. I yeah. mean, that talks about, like... Origin of Species. Yeah, mm-hmm. Origin of Species. I mean, it already talks about, like, how... Um, Evolution and genetics are not the same thing. No, I know yeah, that they're yeah, not, yeah. but it just feels weird to me that they didn't at this time understand that, like... Gregor Mendel had done his peas experiment... At, like at least a hundred years before this. Yeah. So, so they like, did have a basic understanding of genetics. Yeah. I think, not to sound like a Nazi, but I think for <laughs> Mengele, it was more of the morbid curiosity. Yeah. Okay. The, and that the collection of curiosities yeah. and you're related, but you're not. And like what 
changed like, or what adapted or right. okay, you know, and that, that makes kind more of sense. Thing. Like the curiosity, because I'm like he had to. I mean, doing the kind of studies that he did, he kind of. He, I mean, he had a knowledge of genetics. And he had a knowledge yes. of his, you know. Uh, different things. Well, yeah, and he's trying to, and you're trying at this point in time to create the quote unquote perfect, perfect perfect person, yeah, yeah, being. Mm -hmm. So trying to figure out like, well, okay, these like these two are related, but this guy is normal height. This guy is, yeah, you know, a midget or a dwarf or whatever. Thank you. The the (laughs) non PC (laughs) the non PC (laughs) term at the time would have been, uh, Yeah. 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 So it's. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I guess I kind of get it. I mean, it's fucked up, but I I get where this is going. And I mean, even you know, modern day experimentation, ethical experimentation, you want as close of a like group of people as you can get. So him studying twins would make sense because genetically right. you are the same. Right. So I don't know. I guess it it was just a curiosity, a fascination for him to have the uh, um the dwarfs. In addition to, he knew that it would please Hitler because he had his own fascination with Snow White at the time. So, right. Right. Which um, is a horrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> wanting to spare the group of dwarves because they were harder to find than other kinds of test subjects, such as twins, Mengele arranged to have special living quarters built for them so that they could be monitored closely. To keep them healthy uh, for his human experimentation, he arranged to have them more hy- in more hygienic living conditions have better food and their own bedclothes. Mengele allowed them to keep their own clothes and forced the taller members of the group to carry the dwarves to the experimentation sites. <laughs> so it was like, you are my special project. Oh, you yeah. Are, you are my favorites. You are my toys. This is how you they survived precious. because they yeah. were yeah. babied and well taken care of. Well, they weren't exactly. Until they got well. tested on. Yeah. But I mean the other stuff. <laughs> Comparatively. Yeah. For yeah. Like and Mengele was like, yeah, you're cool. Yeah. But I'm going to fuck you up. And comparatively <laughs> for any favorite. of the death camps, I mean, they were pampered. They right. were segregated. They Well, hygienic living conditions, I mean, is... That's a big deal. And yeah. close. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we yeah. know a lot more now than we did. But right. even, like, to watch Schindler's List and to, they were running around naked. They yeah. weren't being fed. They weren't yeah, being... Yeah, it was, it was absolutely you know, horrific. Yeah. Yeah. The Ovitzes, like many other camp inmates, were subjected to various tests. Mengele's physicians extracted bone marrow and pulled teeth and hair to find signs of hereditary disease. Um, they poured hot and cold water in the ears and blinded them with chemical drops. Mm. Gynecolo- gynecologi- gynecologists excuse me, inspected the married women. Um, quote, the most frightful experiments of all were all the gynecological experiments. Of course they were. Elizabeth Ovitz would later write. Um, They injected things into our uterus, extracted blood, um, dug into us, pierced us, and removed samples. It is impossible to put into words the intolerable pain that we suffered, um, which continued for many days after the experiments ceased. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to cross my legs right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm like, I, I got to go to the remember, gyno on Monday, too. Remember so earlier when, what I we, when we said she had just, like, scored the seal? <laughs> nope, nope. No. Fully blown that seal. Sorry. Sorry. Um, it it gets like worse. silence that just hit. And, yeah. just, and then there was no conversation. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> what can you say after talking about somebody yeah. getting fucking tortured yeah, like that. Right. And yeah. currently in the room are four women and Dev. So, <laughs> speaking of gynecological testing, yeah, comparatively yeah. speaking, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, 
18-month-old Shimson Ovitz was put to the worst of ordeals because he had taller parents and was born prematurely. Mengele drew blood from his veins behind his ears and from his fingers on a daily basis, often causing weakness. The Ovitzes also witnessed two newcomer dwarves being killed and boiled so their bones could be exhibited on a museum. Um, so they weren't related to the Ovitzes, but it was... Dwarfism was consistently part of his kind of obsession. Because right. yeah. they were hard to find. Hmm. Mengele also filmed them in the film... Uh, this film was not found after the war, um, and it is possible that he kept it when he fled. Because um, hmm. those who don't know, Mengele was never um, tried for his crimes. He fled and was later found to have died in Brazil, at least it's suspected. Right. Yeah. Um, it's never actually been confirmed. So. Right. Mm. Argentina, Brazil, all those South American yeah. countries where uh, it is suspected. Where a lot of yeah. Nazis yeah. fled to. Yeah. 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 And they were like, bring us your money. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They expected to be killed after Mengele had finished with his experiments, but they lived to see the liberation of Auschwitz on January 27, 1945. The Red Army took them to the Soviet Union where they lived in a refugee camp for some time before they were released. Later, Perla Ovitz, the last surviving member of the family, who died in 2001, acknowledged the horrific details of their imprisonment. But she still maintained a tiny shred of gratitude toward their, crap, toward their captor. Quote, if the judges had asked me if he should be hanged, I've, I would have told them to let him go, she recalled. I was saved by the grace of the devil. God will give Mengele his due. So if you hmm. think about that, I mean... They did survive solely on the base of his fascination with right. them. They yeah. had, you know, but superior also conditions. Tortured at the same time, right? But they, they yeah, but they didn't die. Yeah, a a lot just, of people mm. were tortured and killed. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I get, camps, I get so. that, but and some people didn't even have the chance to be tortured. They yeah. Right? They were. Just, it was just yeah. off, the, off the train into the yeah. showers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. the eighteen-month-old baby would have immediately been dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm oh not, yeah. We're not taking yeah. care of a baby. Right. Mm-hmm. The Ovitzes traveled on foot for seven months to their home village. They found that their home had been looted and moved um, first to the town. The home was moved? Like they picked the home up and no. moved? Commas are a thing. Sorry. <laughs> they found that their home had been looted, so they moved. Comma and. <laughs> yes. And, and they and moved. And, and they moved. <laughs> yeah. I just have um, this picture of yeah. looters being like, this is a nice house. Let's yeah. move it. <laughs> this house is so know. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they eventually ended up in Belgium. Mm-hmm. In okay. May of 1949, they immigrated to Israel and settled down, um, began their tours again, and became quite successful in packing large concert halls. In 1955, they retired and bought a cinema hall. Descendants of the dwarf men and the family were born taller. The women did not become pregnant due to their small pelvises. The firstborn of the dwarfs, Rosika, died in 1984 at the age of 98. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. The last adult dwarf survivor of the family, Perla Ovitz, died in 2001. Um, this all comes from seeing a documentary on Netflix. It's not currently on there, but you can still watch it on the Smithsonian's channel. Um, in March of 2013, Warwick Davis, my favorite of the dwarves. <laughs> Love Warwick yeah. Davis! Willow, Wicket, oh all of them, fantastic things, um, presented an episode 
um, in the series called Perspectives entitled Warwick Davis, The Seven Dwarfs of Auschwitz. He explored the historical story of the Ovitz family, including an interview with Perla Ovitz recorded in 1999, recounting how they survived the Nazi concentration camps of Auschwitz and Mengele's experiments. Um, the interview from the film comes from the documentary Liebe Perla, German for Dear Perla. So um, not only did they survive, but they were able to tell their story. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And I love that this whole time, this is this has been undercut by the uh, smooth uh, blues. <laughs> yeah, what's going on out there? Like it this pro- whole time, it's like okay, I can I can definitely hear this in the headphones. Yeah. So like this whole time, we're talking about all this uh, fucked up shit, and yeah. it's just some blues. We nice, got easy some free blues. music going on in the back, and they can't get pissed that we use yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. we're in our studio, and yeah. and we just talked about it, so uh, you know uh, we we circumvented copyright. There we go. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I think it's time to pop out the plugs. <laughs> hey, we got people looking in. Yeah, we're in a fishbowl. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they come right up yeah. and are like, hands up. Other people there. Hi. Yeah, yeah. In a booth that clearly says podcasting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's well, cool. you know, it is what it is. Uh, anyway. There's still uh, people who are like, what's a podcast? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Deepwater Games, N3 Art, SourcePoint Press, Oxide Media, all the places that I have some sort of stake in and Maybe a new business coming soon. Who knows? Jeez, uh, stop it with the businesses already. Well, so it's funny because <laughs> these businesses. What the hell? Because I because Travis asked me if I wanted to be the president of a, a new com- sub company to Hexi Media the what? other day, and you were like, "Fuck no!" I was like, "As long as." I demand, I can demand that you refer to me exclusively as president, as, as president. El President. El Presidente. <laughs> yes. Uh, and he's like, it's, you're a tough negotiator, but of, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So uh, also, uh, you know, check out all the great shows on uh, Podcast Detroit. Um, we're lucky to be able to put this show out through them. Um, we are also on. You know, uh, Spotify and Stitcher and Google I, Podcast, yeah, Apple Podcast, all, all of those good, good, great places. Yes. Um, oh boy. Mm. Uh, so yeah, and all, as always, fuck Steve. Thank you. Fuck Steve. Yeah. Indeed. Um, for myself, uh, stephaniemenard.com for most of your Stephanie Menard needs. Also, um, I've been listening to this really cool podcast called My uh, Funeral Home Stories, and it's about this guy who uh, worked in a funeral home uh, from the age of 13 until I think he was about 25 or 26. And there are true stories about him working in a funeral home. And it's very, very interesting. I think there are, the first season was only six episodes. The new season is out. Uh, the first episode dropped. Very, very cool. Also, uh, check out um, Astonishing Legends. They do a lot of history stuff, too. Uh, okay. And they have a ton of episodes. Some of them are really long and really dry. They're not like us. They're not like like hilarious and amazing. But they like, do have a lot of interesting like content. real strong research skills. Oh my god, it's so boring at times. But like they did a two parter on Amelia Earhart, and yeah. it was like three hours long. And I'm like, oh my god, okay, I get it. Like, but it is a really cool show. We just be prepared. It's, it's different than us, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
you can find my podcast, Cosplay Confidential, on the Podcast Detroit Network, anywhere you can hear podcasts, uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, SoundCloud, etc. Um, we interview cosplayers from all walks of life. And uh, you can find us on Instagram where we post pictures of the cosplayers that we interview and when we're at cons and things. Um, uh, Instagram at, uh, at Cosplay Confidential. Facebook, Cosplay Confidential Podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at Real Kiki Elise. Excellent. I'm and currently then, yes. eating <laughs> what is like a, a chocolate gin and tonic? The oh chocolate chip. I feel yeah. as though um, this is ah, amazing, guys. This ah. would be the no. the gin yeah. that we have been drinking. Yeah, the, uh, yeah I was going to say, uh, shout out uh, to uh, Harson's Island Distillery. Uh, <laughs> it is... <laughs> um, Dave had the wonderful idea here at Detroit Shipping Company to yeah. have them make their nitro ice cream yeah. with this gin. Um, it is and it, it is smooth and Ooh. delicious. It's not bad. Oh, <laughs> and and you can find me at TJLHIGH on all social yeah, media. That took four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. So we are done for today. And until next time, I'm Stephanie. I'm the color man, Big Dev. I'm Ellie. I'm Ashley. I'm Junie. And Dave is in the corner. Yep. Eating ice cream. It's so good. This is so good. It's 